welcome to the JNMP podcast. My name is Elizabeth Hyten. I'm the JNMP podcast editor, and I'm here with this month's Patient's Choice, which is a randomized control trial looking at the use of cocoa for management of fatigue in multiple sclerosis. I'm joined by Dr. Shelley Coe from the Department of Sports, Health Sciences and Social Work, the Centre for Movement, Occupational and Rehabilitation Sciences at Oxford Brookes University in Oxford, England. Shelley, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. Thank you for having me. I thought we could sort of centre the t- conversation, first of all, on fatigue in multiple sclerosis. Um, how common is it and how is it currently managed? So fatigue in multiple sclerosis is extremely common. Um, It's very debilitating. So it is a symptom that is sometimes overlooked because it's not a physical symptom, but it definitely influences quality of life and reduces quality of life. So at the moment, there's no very effective drug treatment for fatigue management. In fact, there's no real effective treatment at all for fatigue. So it is a symptom that seems to have been sort of lost in the in the treatment management system. And what's the theory behind using dietary supplements to manage fatigue in multiple sclerosis? So diet and lifestyle interventions might be effective for managing fatigue. Um, They're also quite cost effective, so they're cheap. And specifically with flavonoids, so dark cocoa, flavonoids are thought to have antioxidant properties so they can reduce inflammation, they can increase blood flows. There's quite a few ways in which we hypothesize that they can reduce fatigue. Um, Because fatigue is such a complex symptom and we don't really know the mechanisms behind it and we think they're very complex, it's hard to, to know exactly what is happening. But with dark cocoa, which are rich in flavonoids, um, we do think that they might be acting on multiple mechanisms in order to help to reduce fatigue. Of course, leads us to your current paper published in the JNMP, the randomized control trial looking at the use of cocoa um, for management of fatigue in MS. So I wondered if you could just sort of outline what your study was and, and in particular, of course, your main findings. So our study was a feasibility trial, which means that we were looking at all aspects. So we weren't just looking at does fatigue improve, um, but we were looking at things such as do people want dietary interventions? Will they comply to this? Will they accept this into their daily lifestyle? So because there hasn't been a lot of research into diet management techniques in MS, um, that was kind of our our first starting point. So we looked at 40 people with relapsing and remitting MS, and they consumed a dark cocoa drink daily for six weeks. And during this time, we looked at fatigue, but we also looked at other measures. So we looked at something called fatigability, which is slightly different than fatigue. We looked at symptoms such as pain, quality of life, um, and we couldn't conclude anything definite from this trial because it was a feasibility trial. So we can't say for sure anything. However, what we can say is that we did see potential for fatigue to improve and some of the other symptoms to improve in the dark cocoa group compared to the control cocoa group. So it had a kind of global effect on um, fatigue and also the other sort of outcomes like pain and, and things like that, fatigability. Yeah, so it it definitely showed more of a potential to improve symptoms as a whole in those who were consuming dark cocoa. That's very interesting potential finding, obviously it's in early stages. And how does that sort of link back to your original point about the potential theory behind the efficacy of cocoa or how it might be a potential agent um, to help manage fatigue? 
you know, you mentioned uh, there's a few properties that might be um, promising within that. Does this study help sort of draw any of those out or is it too early to tell? Yeah. So what we found in this study was the um, potential for improvements in symptoms, but what we didn't look at was any of the mechanisms behind that. So, you know, as I say, it was a very kind of first stage study, feasibility study. So we were kind of looking to see what would improve, what had potential to improve. And then the following trial will look more at the mechanisms behind that. So we do have some hypotheses, but we didn't actually test whether this was happening in, in this group of people. Which brings me on to my, my next question for you, Shelley, really, which is the next step. Obviously, it's presumably a larger phase randomised control trial. What needs to be done, uh, in your opinion, to further understand this? As this is all sort of newly published and it's been great to have the, the media attention around this to really get the story out there, we are now debating what to put in next. So obviously we have flavonoids and they have shown their effect and it would be great to look at this more in depth to see exactly how they may be improving fatigue and how they could potentially improve other symptoms. So looking at the mechanisms behind that, but also keeping in mind, you know, that flavonoids are part of a, a whole diet, though it is more of a holistic approach. So maybe thinking about how um, physical activity combines with flavonoids or how flavonoids contribute to the whole diet. So I think for this next stage, it's kind of thinking a little bit bigger. So yes, we did find that flavonoids have potential and we would definitely like to look and see how that's happening so that we understand, um, but also thinking about, right, well, how can this be combined with other lifestyle interventions so that people have sort of a more holistic way to manage their condition to manage their symptoms so we're definitely in the um, debating stage right now the deciding stage of of what we are going to look to do next fantastic and like i said it's got extreme promise particularly given its simplicity which often is is often the best answer particularly um, in patients with chronic conditions um shelly thank you so much for joining me on the podcast yeah thank you so that was Dr. Shelley Coe from the Department of Sport, Health Sciences and Social Work, the Centre for Movement, Occupational and Rehabilitation Sciences at the Oxford Brookes University in Oxford. And we were talking about her recent paper published in the JNMP, a randomised control trial looking at the feasibility of COCO for management of fatigue and multiple sclerosis. You can, of course, as always, download her paper for free on jnmp.bmj.com. And we thank you all for listening.